Better Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant resource for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative topics and conversations, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. Enjoy. For healthy and sustained weight loss, we want to make sure your meals are balanced and you're getting adequate sources of protein to help to quell and turn off those hunger hormones. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. I am Eliza Gelman, and today is a nutrition, health, wellness Q&A. I am so excited for this episode. I love the solo episodes. They are... I'm going to be really honest with you, they're a little easier. And I don't mean easy as in there's less info. I just mean logistically, I don't have to schedule with anyone. Um, That's not a dig. It's really just uh, honest to God. I am such a creature of sleep. I need to go back beneath the rock from whence I came. I am so tired today, but I, I, my heart and thoughts go out to anyone who is pregnant, anyone who is dealing with brain frog, fog, oh my god, and just anyone, maybe it's seasonal allergies, my eyes are a little puffy, but I just thought that was because of lack of sleep, but I need, I need eight hours, I need seven and a half to eight hours of sleep to be optimal, so happy Thursday, (laughs) hope everyone is doing great and is ready to hear me just complain for an hour, just kidding, we have a lot to talk about today. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to say thank you so much for all of the reviews that have come in on uh, on reviews.com on iTunes. Oh my gosh, you guys just bear with me here today. So like I mentioned before, we are doing some swag bag giveaways. I did one a couple weeks ago. It was my first one. And basically what we're doing is hello, is anyone in my brain that could please help me put words and make them come out of my mouth? The the synapses are just not firing today. We are doing a review of the week on each episode, and I'll read out the review of the week. All you have to do is head to iTunes, leave a review and five stars, and you'll be selected to be the review of the week. If you are, I will send you a new fancy ass tote bag. I am so excited for these tote bags. They are hotter than health. They're tan. They hold all my groceries. I even tested it out the other day at Trader Joe's and I fit every single one of my groceries except for a carton of eggs. And that will, the groceries will last us a minimum of three days and we cook all of our meals at home. So I'm super pumped about the size of these. They're like perfect farmer's market bags. Little, if you're popping by the gym, if you're going to a yoga class, I just can't even stand it. They're amazing. So take a look at them, leave a review. And yeah, if I read it out, just send me a message and I will send you your tote. This week's review of the week is from Michaela 617 So Michaela, if you're hearing this, reach out to me and I will send you a tote bag. But 
I love this podcast, especially the most recent episode on supplements. I learned so much. I listen to this podcast every week. Highly recommend. Thanks, girl. Five stars on iTunes. It's just the little purple app on your phone. But yep, reach out to me. I'll send you a tote. I'm positive. I swear on my life, it's only been four minutes since I've been recording and I just blacked out the entire past four minutes. So whatever I just said, I'm sorry, but thank you for the review. Let's get into today's episode. Today we are talking about a few things. We're going to keep it short and sweet, give you some tangible, tactical take-home tips, and we're going to start with talking about um, healthy weight loss. I know that's a very general statement topic, but I think it's important to talk about a couple of different patterns that may come up in weight loss. Also, the importance of supporting and detoxifying the liver, and then a few tools for anxiousness and days when you're feeling extra flustered. Without further ado, let's get into it. All right. Talking about healthy weight loss, uh, there is a lot of confusion on what signifies healthy weight loss. If you ask some professionals, they will mention that it is calories in versus calorie out, which is a very, it's an elementary way of explaining how physical weight loss works. But I think that in this day and age, when there's so much comparison from social media, we are constantly involved in other people's lives. We are put a put on a pedestal, you know, compared and there's so much pressure to maintain a, not an industry standard, but a cultural norm when it comes to physique and the way you eat and the way you grocery shop and even just like your food aesthetic. There's a lot of pressure on it. And I wanted to, to discuss that. So if you, again, if you ask some people, it's going to be calories in versus calories out, but I do think that it goes much deeper into that is to figuring out your patterning with eating and how you, how you lean towards certain foods, understanding your body and allowing your body to ebb and flow with what it wants and what it needs. When I think of clients who have reached out to me who we don't often talk about numbers based on calorie, but if there's a specific number that they're trying to hit with weight loss, we'll figure out not only why, because a lot of people you'll hear, they're like, I just really want to lose like five or 10 pounds or the last five pounds. It really, that typically, that number is usually coming from a place of not understanding. It's usually coming from a place of frustration. And if there's a significant number, you know, 30, 40, 50 to 100 pounds, that's when we're talking, okay, we want to make real real full lifestyle adjustments. Maybe it has to do with you have um, a history of diabetes. Maybe you are at risk. Maybe you're, maybe it's a health concern, maybe hormones. We just getting you to a weight that is feels good to you, not saying that there's any weight that is good. It's just saying if there's a place in your body where you want to feel a certain way. And this is not me saying anyone should be a certain weight. Anyone should not be a certain weight. It's really just a matter of making sure that you're going about whatever weight loss or weight gain journey you're on just to do it in a healthy way. When we hear about calories in versus calories out. 
I think it is important if you are beginning a weight loss journey to understand what certain macronutrients are so that you are better able to create a balanced meal. Um, we want to understand how what is what is fat, what is protein, what is carbohydrate, what is fiber, and how do they operate in our bodies? And how do they operate with one another? A lot of the time when we begin to start to count our macros, count our calories, when we go on these trips and we start to try and really deep dive into numbers and apps like MyFitnessPal, we we get flooded with these numbers, but without understanding what is actually happening when we're consuming these macronutrients. For instance, normally carbohydrates are the highest number that you'll see on your macronutrients. Like you got to reach your carbohydrates. But typically we villainize carbohydrates just because we think, you know, sugars and candies and breads and pastas and white foods that are enriched and things like that. We tend to think about those and we consider those super unhealthy. But if you're just eating carbohydrates alone, then it can be really tough on your blood sugar. But Yet we have villainized fats, which can actually slow down the absorption of those carbohydrates, which in some cases can be good. We want to make sure we're understanding exactly what's going on with these macronutrients. People age at different speeds, and the date on your license may not represent your inner biological clock at all. And if you're looking for ways to extend your health span and slow down the aging process, the keys to health and longevity run in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to boost your metabolism, reduce stress, improve sleep, and optimize your health for the long haul. Created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics, Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, DNA, and fitness tracking data to identify your op- where you're optimized and where you're not. What I think is so cool about Inside Tracker is I actually got my DNA results back a couple of weeks ago and it told me some facts that I didn't really realize. I always thought to myself that I was just a little bit lazy with my running and after one or two miles I was like, I am just so tired. But it actually told me that I was more of a sprinter and a weightlifting and hit type person, which I totally resonate with. I like to do that a few, a couple times per week, along with my yoga and Pilates and walking. I still do love to weight train and I love to do my sprints and it absolutely validated me there and made me feel so much better about the fact that I'm just not really much of a long distance runner. I'm going to leave that to my sister. So now you can actually connect your inside tracker to your Apple watch to unlock deeper and more precise insights into your health. With real-time exercise, resting heart rate, and sleep data synced with your Inside Tracker plan, you can truly wear your health at your sleeve. So for a limited time, you can go to you can go to insidetracker.com/hotterthanhealth for 20% off of the entire 
Hunter store. Again, that is insidetracker.com slash hotter than health for 20% off of the entire Inside Tracker store. I personally did the inner age and the DNA and they were absolutely fascinating. Found out more about my cholesterol and how I'm an absolute power athlete. I am such a weapon. It is just wild. So go to check out your body and your blood at insidetracker.com slash hotter than health for this limited time deal. I will tell you this right now. Organifi has completely hijacked my life. And before I knew it, they were a part of my morning, afternoon, and evening routine. As I sit here before this microphone, it is about four o'clock and I knew I wasn't about to have another cup of coffee, but I wanted something refreshing that was going to perk me up. So I'm drinking the red juice right now. I have it on ice, which I never do with my big glass straw. And I am just, it's such a vibe. I'm doing the red juice right now. And tonight I will do my probiotic mixed with my gold juice. So the gold is not really a juice, but it's a powder and it's this creamy, luxurious sleep elixir that I have been loving. It has adaptogens that help with your nervous system and help you sleep better. And if you are taking melatonin, then I highly recommend switching over to something a little bit more healthful and health promoting such as the Organifi Gold Powder. I love it because it helps me kind of just fall asleep slowly and calmly instead of just kind of passing out as soon as my head hits the pillow and then waking up in the middle of the night. So make sure you're checking out Organifi.com slash HTH for 20% off of your first order. Again, that's Organifi.com. Use the code HTH or click on the link in the show notes to be directed directly to it. And again, don't check on, don't sleep on the gold powder and try the chocolate as well. You really cannot go wrong with any of these flavors. Thank you Organifi so much for being an amazing show sponsor. We hear a lot about protein. How much protein should I be eating? And that's really going to be dependent on your goals. It's going to be dependent on your your physical activity level throughout the day and also what type of lifestyle you live. And I think that one thing to really remember is that we don't need to villainize any one macronutrient, but we also don't need to put any one macronutrient on a pedestal. So the importance of getting that protein is going to be making sure that one, if you are trying to build muscle, then yeah, you want to be making protein a priority throughout your day, but in a balanced way. Oftentimes we are cherry picking our macronutrients. This goes back to my previous point. Oftentimes we're cherry picking our macronutrients where maybe throughout the day we'll grab a Greek yogurt just because it's low fat, low carb, and high in protein, but we don't want to eat meat. So we'll just go to like the quickest Greek yogurt, but really we're just doing it for the protein or we're having just a piece of chicken because we just want the protein, but where's the balance? Where's the carb? Where's the fat? Where are all these things? So really it goes all back to creating a balanced meal. So we're looking at protein and protein is really important, especially I will say if you're trying to build muscle or if you are on more of a weight loss centric journey, because it one protein, which is what's called a thermogenic, which kind of like heats up your body and supports metabolism. But again, there are so many nuances to that. That's just kind of, that is just nutrition 101. 
And then it also does a great job of turning off your hunger hormones and your hunger signals. So when your body is getting signaled, oh, I'm really hungry, that's a hormone called ghrelin, which I think of as almost kind of like a gremlin, evil little sitting on top of a a castle. What is it? A goblin, like a goblin, a gargoyle, excuse me, (laughs) a gargoyle. I kind of think of it like that. So the hunger hormones are like ghrelin, the gargoyles. And then you want to make sure typically to have a balanced meal when you're feeling super, super hungry. Like if your body is actually needing a meal, let's give it a balanced one. Um, Because what happens is if you try and say, oh my gosh, well, I'm I'm on a diet. I'm just going to have a ton of vegetables and I'm just going to have a bunch of fruits, a bunch of vegetables and keep it really, really light. And then I'll be fine. And you'll be fine for a little bit because veggies are amazing. I'm fully promoting like a veggie centric lifestyle. However, you do, it's not a balanced meal. Uh, You're getting a ton of nutrients, a lot of good soluble fibers. But if you're just eating a bunch of vegetables, then your body is still consuming just fiber and carbohydrates, which is not going to always turn off your hunger hormones. So if you were to pair a little bit of avocado, some broccoli, and then you roast a serving or two of tofu or smoked salmon, have a couple of hard boiled eggs, that would create a full balanced meal. You have your fats, you have your proteins, and you have your carbohydrates, and you have your fiber. So all in all, your balanced blood sugar will make you feel so much fuller for longer, but not in a bloated way. Um, So that's really where I talk about, that's where I believe that the focus should be for healthy and sustainable weight loss is having balanced meals so that your blood sugar can be regulated throughout the day so that you can really understand when you're getting those hunger cues, it's because your body probably really is hungry. And if you're getting those hunger cues throughout the day, when you're cherry picking your, you know, you're just having your fruits or your oatmeal in the morning, but without any protein or fat, or you're just having your dinner with just your protein and carbohydrates, but you're like absolutely no fat, or you're just having one leafy green salad with no carbohydrates in the afternoon, you're not going to be getting proper signals. You're not going to be getting the most effective and reliable signals from your body because what's happening is your body is really just cherry picking. It's like, well, you don't need to feed us this whole full other meal or snack, but we needed some carbohydrates to go with that lunch so that we didn't feel this way later. It's like in a relationship. If you're not getting a little bit of one of your love languages, then you're going to feel more inclined to need it from something else. But anyways, for healthy and sustained weight loss, we want to make sure your meals are balanced and you're getting adequate sources of protein to help to quell and turn off those hunger hormones. Simple things that don't have to be rigid. And and again, I've said this so many times and you might be sick of it and everyone's waiting for this magic, magic advice. Like, oh my God, she has found it. Hot water with lemon and salt. You just do that and you're, you're to your goal immediately. You're going to feel amazing energy pooping every day. No, that's not it. It's, it's this subtle nuanced changes throughout your day-to-day. You don't have to do anything 150%. You can give these things about 80% of your sustained efforts, meaning you do not have to fully cut out alcohol if you're someone who likes to socially drink. Does it mean that if doesn't mean that if you are 
having a couple glasses of wine or even even one glass of wine a night for dinner, those small compounded e- effects and yes, calories, but the, the disruption that it has on your sleep and the way it processes and turns into alcohol and affects your liver, which then takes away efficiency from other parts of your body, which may want to be burning fat or creating muscle or just flushing out toxins. It's not, it's not helping you. In order to have this sustained weight loss or fat loss or, or muscle gain or, or change in body composition, we want to make sure that we are at least giving 80%. So that might mean saving some of your alcoholic drinks for just the weekends and replacing your nightly glass of wine with like a Zevia. Uh, that's what I've been doing. And my boyfriend actually got me really nice glasses uh, for wine. So did my sister. Thank you both for my birthday. And I have been drinking waters and Zevias out of there. And I'm sure that any wines, <laughs> wine snobs out there are going to be like, you're going to corrode the cups. Look, it's not that serious. Like, let me live. I want to use these cups. I don't drink wine at the house, really. So I want to use them. Anyways, that is neither here nor there. Why am I getting sassy? There's literally no one around me to get sassy with. Like, if I had a co-host right now, Jack, come over here so I can be bitchy. That's my thought on sustained weight loss, but little things like removing excess sugars throughout the evenings. And also, here's what I will say. If you know yourself well enough to know that you are a person who has a tendency towards binge eating or binge drinking, or uh, if you've been not having balanced meals throughout the day and then you get to the end of the night and you just rip through your refrigerator, your pantry, you're like, oh my God, granola and yogurts and ice cream and chocolate and whatever you can get your hands on, popcorn and an entire family size bag. It happens. I'm not saying it doesn't. I do this often. It's I, it, it's a thing, but also recognize those habits. Again, we're always going back to habits go to the store. Next time you're at the grocery store, stop trying to be perfect. Get your good grocery list. Hopefully you're following the monthly meal plan subscription that I have on my website. Um, It's actually been growing and it's beautiful and I'm so excited about it. We're going to get into it in a little bit um, when we get to our next question. But if you're following the monthly meal plan, it gives you a whole grocery list and everything's super 100% healthy and beautiful and I'm so proud of it. But then I always buy one or two bars of dark chocolate. I like the kind, I believe it's from Uganda. It's this beautiful fair trade chocolate. There's also a brand called Hue. There's a brand called Lily's that you can get. Uh, Also, Ghirardelli has been known to have really good dark chocolate that we get sometimes that has been tested for heavy metals. Someone sent me that information the other week and I'm super thankful for it. But have a couple of those. And if you give yourself a couple squares, like three, four squares of dark chocolate every night, you break them apart, keep them in your refrigerator. That's the trick is to keep them in your refrigerator so that when you eat them, you have to kind of like bite them and they just melt in your mouth slowly. Here's my tip is at night, make yourself a cup of mint tea, dip a little bit of your dark chocolate into your mint tea and it it starts to melt a little bit. And then you kind of like lick the melted chocolate off of the chocolate and then underneath that melted chocolate is the harder chocolate so you get like the soft creamy hot chocolate sauce coming off of the chocolate square I mean you're gonna look like a gargoyle because you're gonna have chocolate off your teeth but like whatever we're just we're enjoying life you're gonna do that and then you're gonna keep dipping and then as you start to sip your tea it will get cooler and then the last sip of the mint tea has a little bit of chocolatey flavor and residue and you cannot go wrong it's a thin mint every night I love it so much but again 
the more you restrict yourself and say, I'm not going to have any dessert for the next two weeks, then one, you're going to be obsessing about it. You will be obsessing about it. The more you say you cannot have something, it's just like the rebel child, like they're the rebel middle child me. If you tell them they can't do something, they're going to want to do it even more and they're going to do it worse. So loosen up the reins on yourself. So that's how I feel about healthy, sustained weight loss. And I hope that that made sense. Also, on my latest, most recent Instagram, let me know any healthy hacks that you guys have for desserts. Mine is the mint tea and the dark chocolate dipping. If you all have anything similar to that, let me know. That's super quick and simple because I'm looking for more desserts. If you would leave it in the comments in my most recent Instagram post on Hotter Than Health podcast, at Hotter Than Health podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. Go do that it is important because if you're like, oh my God, she should try this. Please just write it down because I would like to know. (laughs) I would really like to know. Next question or topic that we're going to get into is, let me preface this by saying I'm going to be doing a live on Instagram with a friend of mine in the coming weeks going through this. We're talking about uh, liver flush and making sure that we are supporting our some of our most vital organs. And then um, I'm going to be adapting the monthly meal plan to that vital organ. And I don't mean changing it fully, but I am going to be incorporating more more foods and recipes that support liver detoxification and foods that support the liver. So that is going to be coming up April 1st. If you're not subscribed to the monthly meal plan, um, April 1st is tomorrow. It's actually Tuesday that I'm recording this, but whatever, future talk. April 1st is when it comes out. You will get the audio recording that goes through all the recipes in what foods specifically support the liver. And we're going to be going through different um, cleanup, how quick it is to make this recipe. There are already instructions, portions, macros, and calories if you're interested in that type of thing. But if you if you don't need it, it also goes through like sodium and cholesterol, all that. Anywho, we I wanted to just address briefly the liver. And a lot of people think of the liver when they think about just, you know, oh my God, my liver needs a break. I just went on spring break or I'm so tired. Or maybe you had a girl's weekend or maybe you were watching like a Duke UNC basketball game. I genuinely could give three fourths of a fuck about that. Sorry if your kids are in the car. <laughs> they, I'm sure they hear it at school. If you're, you know, having a few cocktails or if you're just having a lot of Maybe you've been on medication, maybe you've been on um, antibiotics, or you've been taking a lot of ibuprofen, which if you're taking it all the time, please minimize. And we're going to discuss just quickly. So the liver, it's, it's definitely a powerhouse organ. It's super essential, and it pr- helps produce proteins, bile, it helps store vitamins, it helps to break down toxins. Um, like we were talking about, like medications, alcohol, and other substances that can definitely be toxic if they are built up in the liver. 
But we're going to go through a few different foods that are made to support the liver and have been shown in studies to be supportive and aid in the detoxification of the liver. So uh, again, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I'll go through a couple of them, but then in the monthly meal plan, that's when you'll really get the full-fledged amount of different foods with a variety of different recipes that are supporting the liver. So again, subtle plug if you're interested in that. The monthly meal plan link is in on my website. It's also in the link in the show notes and on my Instagram and all over the fucking place. So if you're interested in a meal plan that supports the liver, make sure to sign up for the monthly meal plan, especially for the month of April. And then, like I said, month of May, June, July, will all be supporting different vital organs and systems in the body. But here's just a few foods and drinks that are known and shown in studies to support the liver. So one thing that I would say is coffee is actually some has been known and has been studied as one of the best drinks that you can drink to promote liver health and and hear me out I say coffee I don't mean the shit that comes along with your coffee when you order it from Starbucks and get like a double mocha frap half pump skinny no sugar caramel macchiato I mean just coffee organic coffee that is free of mold and pesticides. So uh, we also, there have been some studies that have, and I'm quoting, studies have repeatedly shown that drinking coffee helps lower the risk of chirosis or permanent liver damage in people with chronic liver disease. Let me also say that any of this does not substitute for a healthy lifestyle altogether. We want to make sure that you're still drinking a lot of water, high quality filtered water, a little bit of sea salt, and also making sure that, you know, just because you drink coffee after a night of binge drinking, it's not going to just erase the effects. So this is all supplementing and supporting, not fixing, right? So it's not like reversing everything after the damage has been done, although it can, but it's it's a matter of saying, okay, just because you're doing these things doesn't mean you don't also have to minimize maybe the amount of alcohol that you have. It says, these benefits seem to stem from its ability to prevent the buildup of fat and collagen, which are two of the main markers of liver disease. So it's talking about buildup, which means that if your body is not able to flush, process, break down, and uh, eliminate the buildup of fat and collagen, it goes into your liver. Another one is red and purple grapes. We have a couple of beneficial plant compounds that can beneficial for your liver, liver, which one of them you've probably heard of, which is called resveratrol. And again, I'm not saying go out and drink two bottles of wine. That is definitely not what I'm saying. But the antioxidant levels and the resveratrol levels that are in dark red and dark purple grapes have been beneficial. Again, we want to make sure that these are organic because those are not clean 15, super clean, um, pesticide-free or an herbicide-free fruits. The rest I will be putting onto the monthly meal plan. And and again, do your own research. You know, I'm not here to give full medical advice. I am just here to talk about things that you can be doing to support your liver because when you aren't flushing your liver and when you aren't working your organs properly, it's going to affect different areas of your life. It is going to start to, it could potentially start to raise your cholesterol levels. It can contribute to 
uh, fatty liver. It can contribute to unwanted and unforeseen weight gain. It can start to contribute to brain fog, <laughs> brain fog, anxiety, toxicity, constipation, uh, improper elimination, which again, we're holding on to toxins and that's damaging from the inside out. You wouldn't just want to hold, you know, like a shot glass worth of Windex in your body. Obviously, that's an exaggeration, but you don't want that festering inside your body. So we want to do what we can to eliminate and flush out all of what is broken down in our liver. If you are interested in the monthly meal plan, I am going to start making it more specific. I think that once we got a good basis of members uh, who were interested in plant dominance, I want to curate each month to supporting a different function. So this month, for instance, is going to be liver. The next is going to be increasing fiber slowly throughout the week. Um, If you're not a super fiber eating person. The next is going to be a gut health. And then we're going to do ones to support detoxification of, you know, the kidneys. We're going to talk about brain health. We're going to talk about ways to optimize sleep. So adding in more snacks that help to create and produce melatonin. I'm really excited for that Uh, for that adjustment in the meal plan. Again, you can just hop over to my website, hit monthly meal plan. And once you purchase it, it is super fun. If you want to learn more about it, then send me a DM or let me know. The last little tidbit that I wanted to touch on is tips and tools to combat and help hopefully prevent a bit of anxiety. And you'll probably hear my co-host, Jack, in just a moment. I can hear him tip-tapping. It's 5.21 p.m., which means that he is 21 minutes late from his normal feed. Feed. He's not a baby breastfeeding. He, his dog food feed, in case that wasn't clear that I'm not breastfeeding my animal. Oh my God. (sighs) Should I just delete this whole, no, I'm not going to delete this whole episode. There's some nuggets in here. You're just here for the ride. It's been a day guys. Anyways, who is she? Where was I? Oh yes. Going into (laughs) reduce, this is a very fitting (laughs) topic, going into some tips and tools to help reduce and prevent some anxiousness. We started this episode, well, we started it in a full-blown tangent, but then segued into our habits and being self-aware of our habits. And it really, a, a huge part of reducing anxiety for per, for me personally has been understanding my habits and I don't want to use the word triggers, but understanding what can send me into a whole entire wave of panic or what can cool me down in a in a state where I'm really high vibrational and not in a good way. A couple reasons why people may feel a higher sense a heightened sense of anxiousness and anxiety throughout the day or the month. The first thing is alcohol. And I have said this and expressed this on multiple podcasts. So if you are new to the Hotter Than Health podcast, you can always scroll back and um, look up, you know, alcohol or a 75 day hard challenge, like a lot of different episodes where we talk about reducing alcohol, benefiting your nervous system. A lot of times when we drink alcohol, it stimulates really low chemicals in our brain and can become a depressant. So what happens when you consume alcohol is your body is still having a tough time 
processing and digesting and breaking down alcohol. Hello, liver. And you're also not getting great sleep. So when we have disrupted sleep, tend to have, we have less opportunity for good decision making the next day. On a normal day when you didn't drink the night before and you have a threshold for good decision making, but when you drink, you have even less of that threshold. And so throughout the day, you end up a little bit more prone to uh, self-criticism and an unknowingness and lack of confidence because you reach that threshold much sooner And that's why we get such bad Sunday scaries, especially if you drink the night before. And this could be anywhere from a glass of wine or, you know, a few bottles of wine or whatever your drink of choice is. But it can be it it can be triggered through any consumption of alcohol, especially when you it disrupts your sleep so much. I've noticed that if I have a night where I drink more then my anxiousness and super self-deprecating thoughts, not in a funny way, but in a really like my value of myself is really low the next day. I always know it's because of the alcohol, but it doesn't make it easier. It just makes it easier to understand, but it doesn't necessarily make it easier to feel that way, if that makes any sense. Some things that I like to do are, luckily, I feel very grateful that I live near the beach and I will get up I will get my ass out of bed. I will not wallow in it. Like that's one thing I can't do. And I will go to the beach and I will walk. And actually I went to the beach the other day and I just walked around the neighborhood. It was super windy. So I didn't want to go on the beach. And I just walked around the neighborhood on Sullivan's Island. If you're not in Charleston, Sullivan's Island is this beautiful island, really close. It's five, 10 minutes away from my house. And the houses there are just these old mansions and everyone there is just positive and honestly everyone there is just super loaded so it's just a nice vibe to be around everything is clean and spacious and the streets are always calm and you know everyone's just riding around in their golf carts so I like to go there and dedicate a little bit of my imposter syndrome to pretending like I live on Sullivan's Island so if anyone lives there and they would like to let me use their pool let me know but I like to do that. One reason, there is a theory and there's actually been a lot of science showing that there is something called Blue Mind, okay? There's actually a book on it that I have that might be interesting if anybody wants to read it, but it's called Blue Mind, the theory. And it is, if you live near the beach, typically you are operating at a more regulated nervous system. What I mean by that is, if you go to a beach town, you go to Charleston or Folly Beach, everyone is a little bit more chill. Everyone's a little bit more laid back. The surfer town vibe is much more low-key and less stress. And the reason for that is, is that human beings are positively charged ions. We are made with positively charged ions in our body, and that is what gives us our life source as energetic beings. However, the earth, the ground, so the sea, the sand, dirt, earth, not just concrete, but real true earth has negative ions. So if we are a super positively charged ion and especially highly charged when we're feeling anxious, hence the day after drinking, and then we go and put our bare feet in the earth, it's like plugging in a phone to a charger that fits perfectly and you just feel this 
it's almost, it's not overwhelming, but it is apparent. And it's not something that you feel immediately, but you feel it when you leave. You enter the beach feeling one way and then you leave feeling another. And I know anyone can vouch for this. You know, if you go do a cold plunge or if you go walk the beach, then you're going to feel so much better about your day, uh, more mentally, physically, because you've moved your body, but also just spiritually, you'll feel more connected, grounded, and have less frenetic energy. So you were these positively charged ions going into negatively charged, which neutralizes us. And we all like, at the end of the day, we all just want to be living not in a neutral state. That sounds boring, but we want to be at our baseline, like at our happy, neutral medium. And when our baseline is at this calm, beautiful, steady wave, we don't have those crazy spikes of anxiety. We don't have the super low lows or the super high highs. And that's why I really love to get my feet in the sand living in Charleston. When it's cold, I don't do that. Um, when it's cold, I will just spend more time like on a long walk outside or I will like get in my infrared sauna blanket again that I know that those are super expensive it's not like I expect everyone to have those but any chance that I have to get a little bit more vitamin D or just move my body like I will change my physical state so anxiousness you do not have to go for a crazy workout especially if you're experiencing full panic but highly recommend going get on a going get on a stationary bike at a gym if you live in an apartment, if you have a home gym, go find a treadmill for an incline walk or just do some stretching at your house. If you physically state, change your state of being, your being will change and you will feel different. So that's one way to tactically reduce your anxiety. The next way, obviously I've talked about this before, but CBD and reduce caffeine that day. If you're feeling like a jitterbug and or, or if you're feeling this way because you've had so much coffee already, again, go for a walk, chug a ton of water with a little bit of pink salt and continue doing that throughout the day. But yeah, don't, don't fixate on coffee. Try not to have a ton of coffee. Get outside, move your body, put your feet in the earth, CBD. I love CBD. And honestly, if it's like a Sunday, then I'll take a little bit of a weed gummy as well because we're just human and we have to. They are just so good. I would 10 times rather do that than drink. It is the best. And like if I'm trying to wind down, I'm not going to grab a glass of wine because I know that that makes me feel like shit the next day. That's a good one. Uh, the next one is to start your evening routine if you have that luxury to do so a little bit earlier. If you have kids in the house and kids are running around, then you can always, you know, on on a speaker in your house, you can put on some easy listening music. I like to put on bossa nova or jazz or I follow lo-fi beats on Spotify. Lo-fi is like a fantastic a fantastic playlist where it's just instrumental, but it's a nice little vibe too. But then also you just want to dim some of the lights in the house, try not to do a bunch of overhead, turn on the lamps. That's what I really love is got salt rock lamps. We just got a bunch of battery powered candles that we have all over the house that we'll turn on. So we just do a bunch of lamps to do, start your more, your evening routine a little earlier at night. Um, pick out your clothes for the next day. Maybe schedule a workout if you don't want to schedule a workout. No biggie, but have something prepared for breakfast. Do something so that it looks like the next day doesn't already own you. This is one of my best tips ever. So Typically, anxiousness comes from 
being out of control or feeling like there's a lack of control that you have over an outcome, a future outcome, a past outcome, but all you really have is right now. So what can we do to already own the next day? Because if you wake up and you're like, I just really don't want to go to work today. I really don't want to go to the gym. I really blah, 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 blah. You're doing all this bullshit that you know doesn't make you feel good, but you know that you already have your room temperature water with a little bit of pink salt out at the kitchen. You know that your French press or your coffee maker is ready to go. You know that you have your lunch packed or you know you have your clothes picked out. That has already ticked off three things that are going to not only support you, but they are going to make your entire day easier. So that is a huge tip that I have is figure out how you can own your day. Just a couple of simple ways. Another way to do it is is showing some someone some love. The more like I've been doing this Deepak Chopra 21 day meditation and I just like it cuz he's a very positive person and all of the things are all of the meditations that he has are applicable to everyday life and he always says what you really want you need to give first. So if you really want calm, then help someone get calm or or do something that is calming. If you really want to feel loved, then give a lot of love and I like that a lot. So what can you do to go ahead and control what you can about your day the next morning that will, and I guarantee you, if you do those three things, pick out your clothes, make the hot water or make the room temperature water and have it sitting out and have your coffee or whatever you drink in the morning ready and, and wake up two minutes earlier just to get that out, your day will change. Your day will be so much better than, and you will continue to do that. That is how habits are started. Make your habits easy. Stack them with stack them on top of each other. Make your habits really easy and make them work for you. Once you have that water, your body is going to be like, "Ooh, I am alkalized. I have minerals and I kind of have to poop now." So, you're going to feel amazing and you're going to have your morning conference call and go about your day and feel so fantastic. So, those are my tips for reducing anxiety. And as I say that now, I know that it was a little bit of a frenetic episode, but that's only because if I do this later in the day, it just, again, the threshold for good decision-making goes down throughout the day. And I have done so many little tasks. I have 50 jobs. So I've done a different task for each one of my jobs today and then run errands and then done random things. And I just, I think I just didn't sleep well last night. So I'm, um, just super whiny today, which everyone loves and I'm sorry about, but it is what it is. I hope you all have absolutely loved this episode. I hope that it has been valuable for you. Again, make sure you're checking out the monthly meal plan. I'll put a link to that in the show notes and follow along on Hotter Than Health podcast on Instagram. And I really would like for everyone to let me know the little healthy-ish dessert hacks that you have. I want it simple. Like I don't need to go make a whole tiramisu. I really don't. But you know what I'm saying, like a little bar of chocolate, a little something healthy, something sweet. Just let me know because I like, I need some new, I needed some new habits like that in my night routine. I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their Thursday. And if you are listening in the car and you haven't gone to the gym yet, I hope you crush your workout. I hope that you feel confident and I hope that you absolutely just own one part of your day. Just own it. So hard. I'm excited for next week. We have a good one. A really good one. Thank you.